0: And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%
1: discover personally how the word of god can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of pastor chris ross pastor chris is the founder of breakthrough ministries international church with multiple branches in south africa and abroad he is a healing evangelist for the jesus the answer outreach ministry an outreach crusade bringing healing deliverance and breakthrough to many people breakthrough ministries international is a vibrant church with young energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week now let's listen to pastor Chris all right now I'm coming to the end this is the last session of the camp I asked somebody uh, here how how did you find the camp he said it's okay it's not like he would have camped but it's okay (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) when we say camp, it's a teaching camp. Amen. Teaching, training, and impartation. I'm very worried that this will be too hot. I'm telling you, just close everything. Close. Huh? So let's try and figure out something. Is there any intelligent? Robin, where are you? Come. You are holding that door open, so if we can get, if we can get a breeze. Yeah, there's always a way to do things. It's just people are so. So some way. In Ghana they use the term some way. Like say only man. So some way. It's not a good way to speak English. Ghanaians actually don't speak English properly. So in a certain way we listen a lot to their preaching, then we have the bad tendency of following. They say please when they must say thank you. They mix it up a little bit. Do you understand? in in South Africa also in in Cape Town we also have this thing that our people don't speak the English well that's why I was surprised that she said to South African matter English is very good yeah that's that that that's what happened with a guy who was from Britain he came to visit here in South Africa yeah and then he passed this guy's with you know the was in the carts they were busy scurrying for scrap, you know. Oh, scrap, oh, <laughs> When the guy st- stopped there. And he liked this horse, man. He said to the guy, you have got a very nice horse here. Look at the bone structure and everything. You know, he said, I've got a farm in Durbanville. Don't you want to sell this horse to me? The guy said, oh, oh, yo. Oh. <laughs> He said, yes, but, but, but he don't look so nice. The guy said, no, he looks fine to me. Look at the back, look at the tail. He said, no, but he don't look so nice. He said, no, I give you 1,000, I don't know how much, 3,000 rand. He said, okay. Then, a week later, the guy, the, the man came back from Durbanville. So we saw the guy on the same corner there near the farmyard where he sold the horse. So we said, "Hey, brother, you sold me this horse, but you didn't tell me this horse is blind." <laughs> he said, "No, I told you. He don't look so nice." <laughs> you don't understand that, okay? He <laughs> messed up the English. You understand? He think it don't look so nice. see <laughs> So he, 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 trans- <laughs> he translate the English to the Afrikaans. Stay from the Afrikaans, it's not a good thing to do. He don't look so nice. <laughs> so I just want to do something um, short by God's grace. I want to talk about young people and their and they work because how many of you are under 35 years of age? 35 and under. Look at this, almost. Put up your hand. Don't be ashamed if you're under 35. 35 and under. Yeah. It's a lot of you. It's a lot of you. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to spend some time and then the others can also learn because the same things apply to you. Alright? The same things apply to you. You are all shepherds, ministers, pastors. In our church, we believe in youthfulness. Hallelujah. We don't want to be boring and old-fashioned. No, we want to be young. Glory to God. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. Let no man despise your youth. But be thou an example in the believers, in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, and faith. Hallelujah. And also in purity. Paul was writing to, Thomas was a young man, young pastor. And he said to him, don't let the people despise your youth. We've made many mistakes in the past. And I don't know why is it like that. That we don't want to entrust the young people with the work of the Lord because as I've told you before young people are used in in the war to drive very expensive jets that cost millions of dollars and the bombs they carry also millions of dollars so if they're given that big responsibility from the age of 18 to 35 they can fly those jets older than that they don't let you because your reactions are too slow yeah. So they trust young people with great expenses. How much more the Lord Jesus and the church. Jesus was 30 years old when he started to minister. Amen. Amen. And the disciples was younger than him. Glory to God. So how can we enforce um, the young people to develop confidence in spite of being young? Because your youthfulness, and this is the advantage of our church, you see, it's the greatest advantage in ministry. Many pastors would like to have a lot of young people like you, when they go up, they shout, they jump, they have jubilance. They don't have it. Because today, one of the greatest battles of the church in, in Cape Town is that the, the young people are not in the churches. BMI is different. BMI is really different. But most of go to the churches, you see, where is the youth? The youth is gone. They're no longer interested in the church because of the modern uh, competitions that they have with social media, going here. In our days, there was nothing like a supermarket being open on a Sunday. Now malls are open. It's like a Saturday, isn't it? Everything is open on a Sunday. People have become less God-fearing. There's no day specially put aside. For the Lord, and that's the reason I think that young people choose more exciting things because the church looks so dead and dry without the oil of the Holy Ghost. Mm. Young people are a great advantage to the church. Tell the nearest young people you are a great blessing to BMI. Although some people might see it as a handicap. And here's some of the reasons why the youth are despised. Number one, they are despised because they've got strong sexual urges. And these urges constantly remind them of their lack of holiness. Yeah. From the child becomes an adolescent to I think in his 30s, he's strong sexually. And this mysterious world of sexuality plus the desire to discover it is a major source of confusion for young people. And it removes the confidence they have in the things of God. Constable sexual desire, constant erections, constant wet dreams, constant sexual dreams, sexual encounters, Plus the interest in pornographic material. These are all the phases that young people go through. Are you learning? Romantic books, films. And these things, because young people are easily attracted to it, it removes the, the confidence they have. Like, can I work for God? I'm always thinking of sex. I have a desire. You see, that's when the desire is strong. When you get older, the desire starts to diminish so when, the, when, when Solomon writes in the book of old age, he talks about the grinders. They start to see the teeth. You can't, can't eat peanuts anymore. You must eat marshmallows. Yeah. Beltong and those hard things are gone. Yeah. You can't even eat these chewy mints anymore because sometimes the teeth is coming out with the chewy mints. <laughs> Yeah. The grinder sees, the, 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 the windows grew them. That's the eyes. So you start now to, look, to wear glasses. You're looking for each other's glasses. Look at my wife. Husband and wife share glasses., can <laughs> oh! Said, what? <laughs> then he also says, and desire starts to cease. Where is that? In the days when the keepers of the house they are few and they look out the windows be darkened. He says, verse 4, and the door shall be shut. There's one where he talks about the, the desire shall cease. Timmyasulasi. I know one brother, uh, one brother in our church, he married a young girl. This is the one problem of marrying the young girls. He was twice her age. So, he married this young girl. And then they had marital problems, so they came to see me. Beautiful, she was a beautiful woman, nice looking face and And then, but he was already in his age, you know. He could have been a father. But he wanted to marry this young girl. We now need to use common sense, concentration, and many things. Because of the wind. We want not to be too hot, but we also have the danger of the wind blowing things broken. Did something break? Nothing? Yeah, Use, use your brains. Let your brains keep ticking. Where was I? this young man and this guy. So I asked him, they came for counseling, so what's the problem? So she started saying, this guy, you know, sometimes people are not comfortable to talk about sexual things. So she said, when I want to go to to bed with him, then he's always busy up late. He comes to bed at one o'clock, two o'clock in the night. You know, he doesn't want to sleep with me so, he just looked at her like this. he tastes six-mile I never forget that. He just looked at her. It's a six-mile <laughs> What happened there was typical that the girl was blossoming in her, in her age bracket. Where she was now ex- enjoying sexual intimacy. And she wanted it more often because she, it, it, she found it to be nice. But he, he, he couldn't, you know. <laughs> you need strength, Charlie. You need strength. Now that strength is when you are this age. Hey, you think you can do it three, four times. And <laughs> the guys of finished, they tell their wife that was round one. Tell me when you're ready for round two. It's true the ladies here will tell you I'm telling them the truth because they feel this was so nice I must have another bite. But <laughs> but there comes a time. <laughs> when the desire shall cease. You see eunuchs, you knocks, eunuchs, you knocks, eunuchs you knocks in the palace. Is, is Bishop Dag wrote a beautiful song, he says the eunuch is Daniel and the three boys, they were eunuchs. What is a eunuch? A eunuch is someone whose balls, tis, testicles the eggs have been removed. I'm not sure if it was the whole penis with the eggs, with the balls, but it was like once that is cut off, there's some part of the anatomy that makes the, the man he doesn't desire sex anymore, it has gone. Because everything happens there in the pipes. And the doctor will explain a little bit. In the testicle, the ventricles, the blah, 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 blah. You see? So when it's cut off, then, then they could work in the palace with the queens. Because they would never be able to rip the queen. Uh-huh. And they would bath the queens. You don't bath themselves. The men would bath them. Because yeah, the men can rub their breasts and rub them in the vagina. And not feel a need. Because <laughs> the desire is gone. The, I tell you, the old world was cruel, I tell you. <laughs> Today we thank God. Yeah, they cut you. Know, if they don't want you to walk, they cut off this thing called the what? Achilles tendon, cut with the blade, finish. You know. <laughs> and if they don't want you to have sex, they just chop, chop, chop. There's not an aesthetic, it's just a lapide? Bloody <laughs> Bleed <laughs> bleed finish. Do you see, now when we have a church like that, we, we have a lot of old ballies and olderlangen, and the desire is gone. Say, we're going to open it. No, Pastor, man op so, die pasta. So when we say revival tonight you see the young people who come. The older people are sleeping. And when they sleep on their best they make like a noise. Listen, listen carefully. That is when we are, because young people have the strong desire, they easily despise themselves and allow others to despise them. I had the same problem, I'm very honest. When I was young, because I, you start to have this, I didn't think because, but I was already preaching, you know, from 40. I told you most of my story. So when I when I grew older, my, my pastor You'll see his photo on my office when you come there. We're going to put back my posters, my photos. September used to let me preach a lot. Yeah, but I also grew up like a normal young man and I started having sexual desires and you discover your body you say, "Hey, can I still preach with those desires? I feel so sinful." So I know what bishop is talking about here. And it's true. Huh? All boys experience these things. You can't hide it. Then that's why you must be very careful with the woman. Because the dreams and fantasies you have, now when you find this woman, hey, you want to practice all these things. That's why our counseling for young people is geared towards keeping you from sex. That's our main drive. Because once a boy comes in contact with the lady, hey, I tell you the passion, the desire, these people will find any way to do this thing. So that thing that I joke about, the bush, it's not a joke. Anywhere, car, anywhere. So sometimes you see these people have uh, small houses where there's twelve people living, and the boyfriend also. So you say, No, know, where did you how did she become pregnant? You sh- where, how, where did it happen? Do you understand? sex is a private thing. You don't have sex in the open. It's normally you and the partner yourselves. You Nobody knows where. Huh? But I tell you, it's like dogs. When dogs are on heat, you can close your, your yard. You can eat planks here, planks there. You don't want the dog to go out because he's running out all the time. It's, it's time for mating. His desire is strong. You see, that's then they say, take this dog to the vet. Let them castrate him. Then he lies like snow. (laughs) If you look carefully, snow has been castrated, our dog. Yeah, so you see, it doesn't bother anyone because we took his desire away. Huh? But your desire will not be taken away. Your desire must be redirected. It mustn't. it mustn't be directed just to the opposite sex. That is also nature. You need that. Otherwise, you'll never really make babies with your wife. You need that. It must just be balance. And you will fight the fight till the day you die. That this thing must only be for one girl. It's just a little bit of a difficult thing the Lord put on the men. Because David couldn't adhere to it. Moses couldn't. Abram couldn't. Isaac couldn't. Now he wants us to stay with one wife. None of those men could do it. It's a very hard thing. So the woman then plays a bigger role in giving the man a lot of sex. uh, Because of the danger of him wanting to go other places. Can I talk about these things? You girls, you're not even married, but you want to hear most of these things yourself. The way you look, teach us, teach us i'm talking specifically to the married girls yeah you need to act, you need to plan yourself and realize you've got a, a testosterone driven male with when when the, when the desire goes they buy the tablets Viagra. I saw a meme where this woman shouted at her husband, she shouted at her husband, she said, "Uh, Johnny, you dropped your Viagra tablets again because the dog was lying stiff like this. (laughs) So the dog, (laughs) dog, said, Johnny, you dropped your tablets again. So you young men that have strong erections and so, it is natural. It is not sinful or things like that. Huh? Actually, things like masturbation. There's many different theories, Bible teachers that talk this, this, this. I have my own understanding of masturbation. Yeah. And I don't think, and I told some of the men, Masturbation is not always wrong. Do you understand? Because some people, they put men, it's a, it's a natural, godly design feeling that you, 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 your body creates sperms and you want to release it. Do you see? So now you have this tendency, and especially men that work far from home, then that tool becomes very useful. Because if you don't have a release, you're going to release it in the wrong valves. Yeah, I'm telling you. So a lot of this, we call hypocrisy. You know what's hypocrisy? You want to be like you're so holy, but you're actually not. Don't, don't be a hypocrite. I told one brother, he was working far from home, I told him, listen, do you sometimes feel to masturbate? He said, Pastor, please pray for me. I said, no. It's a, it's a normal feeling. God designed you like that. Uh, it, 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 it has to be controlled, otherwise it become, when it becomes addictive and, and becomes evil and your mind is polluted with pornography, then it's, then it's a bad thing. But if it's just for release, then let your body work the way it was designed. The brother thanked me so much. Because he was under guilt conscious all the time. But what you do? You away two months from your the wife of your youth. So the next thing you're gonna do, you see a lady standing on the side of the road. She says, Come on, man. I can give you what your wife can't give you. Hey, Charlie. Then you rather fall into that sin. Where you could have just released it like onan and drop it onto the sand. I am teaching you very dangerous things. Tell drop it onto the sand. It's what I. There's nothing in the Bible that says this is wrong and that is. That's why I'm saying different pastors have different views, but that's my personal view concerning. And Bishop Dag also told me the same thing. Oh yes, my friend. I won't say his name on the mic Because he might also listen to the steps. His wife died To see His wife died So at one stage He came to visit Bishop Dag And Bishop Dag you, If you think I'm hard You must see Bishop Bishop sits with a lot of people He asks you a straight question Oh he doesn't play So he said to me They came and greeted Bishop And Bishop was there with all his bishops So Bishop said Hey Charlie how? Hey. So he said uh, So how are you coping now With your wife being dead? I said, oh, Bishop, you know, it's tough, but I try. So Bishop said, do you masturbate sometimes? <laughs> he's a guy who's... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bishop is strong, I tell you. <laughs> do you masturbate? So he dropped his head in shame. You know? So he said, uh, Bishop, uh, please pray for me. So Bishop said, no. Better, better there than in somebody else. Because now you've, you're used to it, it's not there anymore. What you do? What you do? So I'm talking to the young people now. You see, I'm, 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 I'm sorry that the older, older uh, people are here that have lost the desire. <laughs> this teaching is for the young people with desire. Desire. You that are married, you don't there's no need for masturbation because you, you have a wife. The wife must 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 service you. Regular intervals. If a car does not receive its regular service, the engine will cease.
2: Let me warn you
1: about this, let me warn you about this. You see, ladies, some of you, there's also a time when you don't have this desire. The woman's bodies, Dr. Mastua a talk with us one day. Women's bodies and men's bodies work differently at different times, but you have to compromise with one another. Uh Because the woman will say, Now listen carefully. When the man's desire is gone, like that old man I told you in my story, then the wife says, "Ik is nou in 'n face maar ek kook bietjie wel he. Maar toet jy, toet jy 'n tonekrie? To se het sy Say Sy is moeg, ah. Jou kopas? Si jy? Ek sê wat? Not now. Sorry, this is the way I preach, ah." Huh? Don't play this tape for your parents. Please, don't. don't, don't. Please, 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 please. Do you see, rather I, I, must, I must help you with your desire because when we get girls at our church that come tell me they're pregnant, and you know, my heart is so broken. There some guy down the street, and I say, didn't I talk more openly to you like my daughter should have told you, guys, you get this thing, your penises will be strong and erect. It's your desire. But it's not sinful. You can still serve God. You can still be a umsha leader. You, you, you shouldn't be touching our girls inappropriately. There's no need to rape. There's no need to, to watch pornography and then to have vivid images in your mind. Understand how your body works. And then bring it under subjection. Huh? but with balance, good balance, like I've shared with you now, my heart, how I feel, how I think. Because when you get past the desire, there's no more need for any of these things. Do you understand? Then your body slows down. Mm. Then it's like, once every second month. (laughs) Monthly service, yeah. And it's not a full service. It's what you call a quick service. Do you get quick? Huh? Why do you call it major and minor service? <laughs> huh? It is a minor service. <laughs> but if, if that energy can be used in the house of God, you see, it's not like, don't worry if they say, you see, the, maishis, the, ma- the, will, the girl will come. For now, I'm going to use this energy that you are using on raping girls. I'm going to use for the Lord's work. I'm going to be up early. I'm going to pray. I'm going to come. I'm going to do my home cell. I'm going to do all these things. And I'm going to fill my reports and bring them to church. Do house visitation. With that energy. Then when pastor preaches, I will jump up. And I will applaud pastor. I will shout amen. I will stand to my... Because I've got Energy. I've got this. I make the church exciting. Huh? Amen? Amen? Young people feel despised because of the things I just spoke to you about now. feel Hey, did the, was this feeling wrong in me? I can't preach anymore. No, 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 no. It's God's designed for you. But it must be brought under the authority of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Some of you feeling relieved after this small speech now? Huh? Um, Ladies, I don't know why some of you are blushing so much. You know, I don't like this. As I was walking there, some ladies were blushing. It's almost like, am I not talking the truth? Huh? (laughs) Huh? The, the Lord's design is very clear you must first get married then you have sex so the best is to marry early because you're going to fight this desire for a long time and, and, and I can tell you you won't win this war so don't wait too long in your 20's you must get married if you can those that, are, that don't fall under the category of my speech now the Lord will make another way for you alright And then the man who marries you, he's he's got a lot of time, he's got a lot of wasted time he needs to catch up with. And you must also be in the gym a lot because you're going to need a lot of energy, I'm telling you. Number two, why do young people despise themselves? They think that they're going to fail in the ministry. The fear of failure, the fear of failure is a great source of confusion to the young person. These fears are fueled by the person's lack of knowledge, lack of experience. So they think, hey, I don't know how to do things. And his youthful desires. And the fear can lead you away from your calling. You say, no, man, I can't do this. And it can make you stay away from the purposes of God. Don't be afraid. God wants to use you. Peter made many mistakes when he was Jesus's disciple, but Jesus corrected him, rebuked him, guided him, but he said to him at the end, Peter, do you still love me? Go, go and do the work, go and do the work, feed my sheep. You despise me, you, 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 the cock crowed three times, you denied me three times, but I will still give you another chance, despite your failure. Don't be afraid of failure. God uses failures. Amen. Maybe even if you missed my first point, you didn't fall into that category. You fell pregnant, you had children out of marriage. Don't worry, that's just a a failure, but God looks beyond that failure. And God will still use you. Amen. I told you yesterday, Kuman, Kuman was a divorced woman. And she was one of the greatest people that God used. Moses had an issue with his wife. Married a second wife, Ethiopian girl. The Ethiopians are very nicely, they like brown sugar color. Beautiful. Moses couldn't resist. He had a wife, but then he saw this one, he said, man, Jesus. a big stain." you know, a desert can get very cold. So we married a second wife. And that was what Miriam and the Aaron was going on about. Why did you marry the second wife? You see, if you really look at this thing, there's some things I don't think you deserve to know from me. It's too deep. The, mistake, the sexual mistakes of God's servants is God is the only one who doesn't make a big fuss about it. The sexual mistake of Moses, if it was a mistake, it's only Miriam and Aaron who said, why did you marry God didn't say, God, God rather asked them, why did you question him? Why did you question him? Were you not afraid? This is my servant. Nothing about, yes he did wrong, we will, I will punish him, but nothing. Hmm? All these things, there is a consequence for sin, never forget, right? So in other words, God doesn't polygamy is when a man has more than one wife one day a pastor said it's so nice and I'll never forget it he said um, I can't remember the correct word the second part is God never blessed polygamy he didn't he didn't prevent it or he didn't deny it he didn't stop it you know like David had many wives Abraham had many wives Solomon and me, they all had wives. So, this, this thing of polygamy is always a question. Oh, he allowed it, that's the question. That's, that's the thing. God allowed it, but he never blessed it. Because every time there's a polygamous marriage, there's trouble. Check it in the Bible David, the Solomon, the son, Absalom, fighting for the birthright, killing one another because of this thing. So, God allowed it, but he never blessed it. Isn't that a nice way of putting it? God, he knew the desire and the, and the testosterone problem. You know, this is how I made them. This is how I made them. Hmm? But it's never blessed. Never blessed. Young people are also aware of their lack of knowledge. So they kind of feel, I nah, I can't be a cell leader. I can't." You know, I gave Virgil the head of the worship to run. He was young. How old were you? 20 years. Jason is the youth, youth pastor. It's what I want to do, man. I want to raise young people, man. Virgil, this one also, was the youth pastor when Jason was gone. I'm giving him a new role now. Yeah, student ministry pastor, youth pastor. Oh, yeah. Despite an hour with their girlfriends, hey, I can see how they travel far to go visit their girlfriends, these guys, and making plans. and Yeah. The desire is strong. But they are still my pastors. And I, and I want them to use that energy. They plan everything. You still think this, this, this. Everything is planned though the thinking is well done you, we'll meet you there, you get there, you go there I get to love with you there, we come home here <laughs> if they can use it for the church yeah. Yeah. now they're using that to plan busing of students because they bus themselves to their beloved houses So these young girls, that's why I say, Jemima, and this girl, when I see you, I, my heart jumps a beat because your youthfulness is going to be great. Once people, once, sit down, once people marry, then they are blocked, man. Because now it's, my husband don't like it. I've got a baby. Look, look, Lizzie, oh, man. This one is also now going, Jesus. But we're going to... We want to train them that these kids, once they're out, they must survive on their own. (laughs) (laughs) Not too much. You see, because what can happen the case of this world, that's what the Bible says. It choked the word. The case of the world is not sin. It's the common things of life. I have a husband. The guy who couldn't come to the banquet said, I've married a wife. Finish. I have a child. Finish. When my wife gave birth to these two rascals, I continued in the ministry. Never once I had to say, oh, we can't because my wife, my wife sat at the back on the balcony with these two children. They crawled down. One ran over the main road. Ooh. It was terrible. But they were small, small. And we didn't stop. And we today, up till today, we're not, we haven't stopped working for the Lord. Amen. So when you are young still and there's not that responsibility, it's so nice. You know, you don't have to look at someone like, now, nowadays a woman don't say to their husband, it's time to go, there's a certain look. <laughs> so the guy's excited and then he looks and he says, <laughs> like when I say, Calvin, we must not do this and that and then he looks and he sees Lolly, then he says, <laughs> he says, Pastor, I'll come back to you and on, on that's one. I come back to you. <laughs> Young people know they lack knowledge, they know they lack experience, so they feel despised. They, they lack maturity, you know, and then, then they feel they can't work. But the good thing is they're full of zeal, but just it's unbridled. Unbridled means it's uncontrolled. Hmm. Yes. So Paul asked Timothy, don't let the people despise your youth. Okay? But the young people are useful in ministry. Why? Number one, young people are special and useful because Jesus Christ was a young person when he started his ministry. That's why. Amen. Timothy was a young man, but he was used greatly by the Lord. Hallelujah. Number two, Young people are useful in the ministry because they have a lot of zeal. Hmm? So listen, even though we are older than 35, half of us, or just maybe 40% of us here, we can still have young zeal. Like Christina. Christina, is one of Christina's children here? No. Christina, uh, she's an amazing woman. At that age, she doesn't give you this old woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, she's loud. She makes the church exciting. That's why I'll never make her quiet because she gives where you are sitting mobile. <laughs> because <laughs> she knows I need you. Jesus. But I'm sure she's in the 60s, isn't it? 70. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Huh? Yeah. If you ask her, who wants a husband, and she's also standing, full of fun and zeal and. We recently had some challenges with her. uh, Not with herself but she had some problems with the lawyers and then we had to come and help her. But the way she gave us respect in the offices. It was like a young child coming and sitting there and saying oh sorry pastor this, this, this. I said oh this lady. It's a wonderful lady. Wonderful. That youthful zeal. At one stage somebody even took her place. I think she was sitting in third or second row. She wasn't happy, Charlie. Yeah. She just—I think I asked the Christina, "Oh, Ne pasta so right? With my with my must have pasta." Yeah, it's just one of those things. Is, and
0: I, when I heard it, I said, "What?"
1: No, 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 no. I, I think I told yesterday, make sure she sits back where she must be. Nonsense. I think Jason or the young guys who are coming to move said, no, 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 don't see her as an old woman. Sometimes she wears white techies. It must look like <laughs> Yeah. So don't think oh, okay, we're over 35, we have pastors not talking to us. No, you also you can be youth. Be, be young men. Oh. Be young and also understand that our young people will gather at the church too late. It's good, rather there. You see, that's the I'm talking about. Hypocrisy. Let them then meet later. They have energy. Ah. Sometimes my wife will also say, the kids are not back. And I say, sweetie, they are young. They have energy. Let them enjoy themselves. Huh? Young people are very useful because of the zeal. Young people are particularly useful because they have more faith in the word of God and in the man of God. Yes. Your life is dependent on your faith, man. So the young people really think Pastor Chris is a great anointed man. Oh, yeah. Older people are more like, all right, let's check him out. (laughs) Young people are useful because their sexual drive is actually a symptom of the strength needed to do the work of the Lord. Yeah. The sexual drive is a symptom of their strength. Needed to do the work of the Lord. The absence of a sexual drive reveals the absence of a drive in other areas. Hey, you didn't hear that one, huh? The absence of a sexual drive reveals there's also a missing drive in other areas. Because even though the sexual urge is frightening, it can actually be a symptom of something good. Some energy that is needed. Why are young people good for the church? And that's why I want you to get used to a lot of young people. They are good because they don't have a lot of financial problems. The cares of the world are much fewer when you are young. But when people are married and they have responsibilities, aye, life weighs them down and turns them into tired souls. Is it true? Life's responsibilities. You find them sleeping in church. Young people are especially useful when they don't have children to look after. Bringing up children places demands on parents. And their lives take a dramatic downturn in fruitfulness when they start to have children. That's why I say we cannot allow it. uh, The children of Tesli, whoever is pregnant here, they must, we will find a little, I'll build a room for them. Play there with one another. The mothers must come and do the work. <laughs> huh? Don't, don't let the cares of this world prevent you from your labor. You know, Bishop Daggs, girls, Pavaldi, Paula, those children grow up without mothers. The, the, the parents had to take care of them. The, the, the grandparents played a big role in helping to nurse the children. Vivaldi said the child, when she gave birth, after one month, the bishop called her to the crusade floor, and she left the child with the grandmother. Then she said she was away so much from home. When she comes, the child don't recognize her as the mother. And when she told me that she was living with us for about a month, she told me many stories, and my heart was so touched. Then I realized, man, we are not, we are not doing church. We are playing games with God. These people serve God the way God likes it. They serve God. She said, the only way the child recognized it was when she started singing. Because when the child was in the womb, she sang. And Vivaldi's got a beautiful, dynamic voice. So the child recognized sound waves through the umbilical cord. Am I right, doctor? Yeah, be careful. I also do some reading. Yeah. The sound waves with the umbilical cord. So. so then the child look up. The child recognizes the sister voice when I was lying in this wonderful water plasma or something. ambiotic flu. Ambiotic Embiotic. <laughs> Then the child recognized them. And as the children grew up, I tell you today, they, they're part of Bishop's team. Bishop Saki's boy is Bishop's bodyguard. And Joel Saki controls First Love. You can't come here, he's the head of security. But they grew up with their parents working for God, traveling the world. Ida's children, the grandparents had to come. Because their lives were given to the ministry. Oh yes. We have grandmas like Alpi them that can look after our children. Once a grandma always a grandma. (laughs) Maybe we'll make it ahead of the children's (laughs) infant care. Alpi head of infant care. Uh. Hmm. Young people are so useful to God. Oh, glory to God. Because they will have enough time to begin and complete God's commandments for their lives. True ministry takes a very long time. It takes up your whole life. Even if you live up to 70, it's not enough to accomplish much. How much do you think you can accomplish if you start your ministry when you are 50 years old? But young people are able to do much more for God because they started out early. And lastly, some ways that young people can develop confidence. Must I help the young people? You can develop your confidence by reading a lot. Number one. Read a lot. Knowledge by knowledge comes by reading if you feel you don't know much, read a lot and then you'll gain knowledge. Huh? 1 Timothy 4.13 Remember Timothy was the young pastor so Paul is telling him how to gain confidence. He said, till I come, give attention to reading. To exhortation and to doctrine and I would study what we believe. Give attention to it. Give attention to it. Amen. How can young people develop confidence by listening to CDs and watching videos? The same we told the older people yesterday. Listening to CDs and videos. Listen, young people of breakthrough, you are... and and, and rise and shine. You will be a different breeder. People are already saying, hey, why is there so many young people at that church? Why do they stay so long? What is nice about the church? They don't know we we enjoy it there. It's nice there. I don't know why we are bothering them. Leave us alone. Our young people love the Lord. Amen. Amen. And they've seen that the world doesn't bring much. But heartache and destruction. Hmm? Young people can be wise by studying history. They can gain experiential knowledge by studying history. But all the people that don't study history, they are limited because the personal experiences are limited. Yeah? Look, let me tell you, it's not always true that the old person knows more than young people. That's also a lie. Because some old people, they've not read anything. They don't know much about history se Now it's not that because they're old now you must just take advice from them. They they don't follow someone that has accomplished nothing in life. By your reading, you can have, you, you 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 will stay humble, but by your reading, you can know more than many old people, especially you that have these uncles from the farms and those areas. They don't know much about the tot system. Like, ek your thought? You're young man that knows you so the and you're not like, what is your You're going to come to the end You're going to to the end So, young people can develop their confidence by also praying for wisdom. Number four, pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Daniel was wise, I'm telling you. He was young and wise, and the three men, and the, and the, and the, the king said, I have not found such wise people in all of Babylon. These guys are great. Make them work in the palace. Pray for wisdom. then you can also develop confidence by learning from older, experienced spiritual fathers. You can also learn from experienced fathers, and that's what I learned a lot by Pastor Lafoy. Yes. Number six, young people can develop confidence by surrounding themselves with wise counselors. Yeah, don't despise the older Christian ladies, go to them and ask for advice. Number seven, young people can develop confidence from the mistakes of the people just ahead of them. Oh yes. The mistakes of the people just ahead of you. It's a, it's a great sign. It's a sign and a wonder. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you learning how young people can gain confidence? Are you learning that young people is important for breakthrough? Now, let me also balance it out. All our young people in the church will never uh, disrespect older people. It's always been one of my rules. All right. Although you will be brought up into leadership, we'll still respect the older people. Uh, And you won't talk rude to older people, but you will have the energy to make the church run fast and grow big. And bring more young, show your more young people by example that it's not boring to serve the Lord. Amen. A lot of the children that didn't start at breakthrough, it's going to be hard for us to tell them that it's great here. They think, no, church is boring. Because the parents made them think church is boring. Now the parents come to salvation. Now how to bring the children? Because you've already showed the children a bad pattern of not going to church on a Sunday. Pray to God that He will give mercy on you. And forgive you, so that you can bring your children. But those whose children are born like just real and Anna, they are the youngest children on the camp. They were born in the camp, born on the camp. They were not even uh, six months old. They already attended the camp. Others that are 60, they didn't come to my camp. The six months- old came. Wow. Youthfulness. I think Bishop Dag moved away from kodesh because the the people pe- people were becoming too mature and too sophisticated, and he didn't like it. He needed young people that weren't worried about the time. You know, Virgil, bless us, bless us. Enjoy some of the music. Give us an up-tempo song so they can stand to their feet for a few minutes. Everyone, standing. Enjoy, Virgil. We're almost finished. We're almost there.
0: You can come join me in front and dance if you'd like to. What are we gonna do with him? Now that we found Christ, what are we gonna do? With him oh now that we found Christ, what are we gonna do? With him whoa! whoa now that we found Christ, what are we gonna we him, yes what we'll do we will love the Lord we will love his presence we love talking to him and we love to hear his voice we love to behold his beauty we love to see his glory, we love coming to your house and we'll stay here as long as we can. Oh, oh, oh now that we found Christ, what are we gonna, gonna do with it? Whoa, oh, 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 now that we found Christ. Oh, oh. dear Lord, we have a great affection for your house. We'll give everything to build your church and make it glorious. We love coming to your house just because we love you. Oh Lord, we wanna stay here. We wanna stay here and linger as long as we can. Now that we found Christ, what are we gonna do with Him? Whoa, whoa. now that we found Christ, what are we gonna do with Him? Oh. Now that I love Jesus, I'm gonna serve Him with all my heart. I'll serve Him when I'm young, and I'll serve Him when I'm older. I'll give Him all my energy, and I'll give Him all my time. Oh Lord. I just wanna be a servant. What a blessing! What an honor! Oh, now that we found Christ, what are we gonna do with Him? Oh, now that we found, now that we found Christ, what are we gonna do with it? Make it personal Now that I found Christ What am I gonna do with Him? One more time Now that I found Now that I found Christ What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Oh, now that I found Christ This is what I'll do I'll preach, I'll teach I'll go, I'll witness, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do with him, oh, oh.
3: Oh, serving and lifting up our hands. Hey. I want to be with you, Jesus. I want you to like me, I want you to be pleased, send me wherever Clapping and serving and lifting up our praise. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, how we love you, Jesus, Jesus, Father, Father, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. And lifting up, oh, praising the Lord, a hey, singing, dancing, worshiping, shouting, working who oh, serving, and then
0: Be seated.
1: Isn't that beautiful? Shanice, we're going to ask you not to go too far. The last session is where I'm praying for everybody. So I'll call you, then you come work on some of the stuff like that. It's, it's, It's appropriate music for the anointing. Wow. Right, I'm wrapping up now, and I'm just... The brother said, the camp is okay, but not like you would have done it. (laughs)
2: Ah,
1: ah. I think more fishing or something or mountain climbing or probably, I don't know. But it's a blessing. This is how our camps are. Okay. This is how our camps are. Amen. I know you also like holidays and frolicking on the beaches and no, this is how our camps are. Huh? But you can plan your own camp. Take some people with you and go to the beach and do such things. But as for our camps, it's teaching of the word of God. Amen. Glory be. Are you okay? Wow. Have you learned something this week? the The thing you will learn the most is is hidden from you. Yeah, it's a hidden experience that the inner man has, has has come to experience here. It's not just in the knowledge per se that I've been sharing or the information that has been flowing from me. It's a spiritual thing that is happening. Oh yes. And the success of Bishop Dagg's ministry, he attributes it to the camps. That's why I sent him the picture of us here. I thought, let me show my father that I'm also a good son. Following his example, doing the camps. Amen. So I'm just wrapping up and I'm, and I'm, I'm just reemphasizing the things I told you. We go back to Genesis 14:14. 14, 14. Amen. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, wow, he armed his trained servants born in his house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. So he first trained the servants and then he armed them. Isn't it wonderful? Armed and trained. It's a pity we didn't have a t-shirt made. We're always slacking somewhere, but God is going to break that curse. A t-shirt that says you were on the camp, and the, the camp is called Servant Strength and Arm. Wouldn't it be nice? Such a t-shirt. Wow. 2024. I don't know if We must put the year there, because then you can wear it all the time. Servant Strength and Arm Camp. With Pastor Chris Ross. You must put my name there. Because Bishop Dag has his name on the camp. With Bishop Dag, you with Mills. So I don't ask questions. If he said, okay, that's how I must do it, then I also do it. Chris Ross. My friend Jimmy uh, Macharia, I, I thought he had a nice name, but one day he was introducing me, he said, we, I've got a great friend here from Cape Town, Pastor Chris Ross. He said, His name is so nice, Pastor Chris Ross. Look at my name, Jimmy Macharia. <laughs> <laughs> we learned this weekend that every member must transform into a servant. Isn't it right? Because when we return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, we will see also them that serve the Lord and them that serve Him not. Amen? Amen. What else did we learn? We learned that the servants of God must be trained with the Word of God. Oh, and that's why Jason designed a little quiz for us. I was surprised that many of you got the answers right. Maybe you are more clever than what I think Maybe you know a bit more about the word than what I think But I don't like those type of courses Because it's like you see all the percentages in that line And you also just press that line hmm. We need to bring you alone on the stage here And then ask you questions Ah, They were baptized unto Moses In the cloud and in the sea And this is why I started out Reminding you That you, in this church, we will be baptized in a certain doctrine. I respect what you say, but we are different brand to you. We believe different. We interpret the scriptures different. Amen. So go on where you go on. I'll go on where I go on. We see how far we get. That's the key. We see. I'll meet you over yonder. Amen. Amen. But they were all passed through the sea. They were baptized unto Moses. You will be baptized unto Pastor Chris's ministry Amen. and doctrine. Yeah. You will be baptized in it. And ultimately, you see, it's all about Jesus. You can say that words. you can mean it, you can say, it's all about you. And people can say a lot of things, but you see, God has ordained it so that people are brought across your path to lead you closer to the Lord. How do you get anointing? It's by being close to anointed people. Very simple. How do you get breadcrumbs? You must wait at the table where the breadcrumbs fall from. That's how it is. The person is telling me to pray. Oh, why do you go so on about Pastor Chris is teaching me to pray for long hours. Pastor Chris is telling me to read my Bible. And then he's telling me to listen to messages. All the time, all the time, all the time. These three things is is beating into us. So if we do that, we'll get closer to Jesus. Why? Because the Bible is all about Jesus. Prayer is to who? To Jesus. Preaching is all about Jesus. Do you understand? And the enemy doesn't want you to get closer to Jesus. So we redirect your attention and says, It's Pastor Chris, is the problem. It's not the problem. He's leading you to Christ. Amen. That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are closing. We have to pack up and we have to head back to where they can take our phones in the street. (laughs) (laughs) We have to lock our cars. I think here we could leave the cars open. Hey Clean Month. How I miss you clean (laughs) month. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I've never left you my wife was with me in the car this morning on the way and she said to me there's not a paper in the streets not a paper in the streets I said yeah, it's the type of leadership that reigns here it's nothing to do with apartheid and white people, no it's a type of leadership here hallelujah you was be trained in the word. And Jamie Ross has a big job to do. To get you all schooled in the word. Amen. Yes. We want you to know the Bible. You will stop telling people. I wil not know how to speak. They will say. Sit man. I will speak van the word. Come and make the word up. Come and say what is in the script. I do believe what you believe. Then I also told you that every servant must be grafted into the anointing. Heart will beat with heart as the water reflects the face so the heart will beat with another heart. Oh yes. Shanice, where are you? Sit here with your violin and just just, just slowly play. I'm telling you the power of God is going to fall. Just try not to fool yourself. Then I don't know who is going to play the the machine, the thing. You must be grafted into the anointing. Servants armed and trained. The Word, the anointing. You must be trained through multiple experiences. We're gonna shift you from from ministry to ministry, from area to area. Don't come and be upset if you are moved from cameras to bookshop to the stock shop, to there, to there, to there, to there. No, it's multiple experiences. You must have it. That's the seventh armed and Amen. Amen. Because your sin must change. Moab in Jeremiah, his sin was never changed. And he was not emptied from vessel to vessel. Yes. Neither had he gone into captivity. Therefore, his sin remained in him. But your ascent will be changed. You know, as I was thinking about many things this morning, and I think I was praying, the question came to me, are, are, are we changed? If, 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 if you've never been changed, then the Lord hasn't dealt with you. You see, you can have your own temperament, your own style, your own character, but with the working and the tempering of the Holy Spirit, there must come a change. There must come a change. I have to change in many aspects of my life. This is not, this is the way I am. No, no. No, God changes you from glory to glory. From glory to glory into the image of His Son. Peter and those guys were rough, wild fishermen. But the meeting with Jesus changed them. Peter drew sword, very quick to fight, Jesus told him, Peter don't, this must change, this must change, come a man of forgiveness, you see, you can have, ek tracking jy, met my mos, ek had nie, weer that was how I was, but now, you know, Deirdre start saying, "Pastor, is the sach med die It's the change that's coming. The anointing. They they saw Peter, James, and John, and they knew that they were with Jesus. Because their faces, it was like a there was a radiant change. They said, number one, these were unlearned men. How can they know the scriptures so well? they could also recognize that they were with Jesus when you're with Jesus then something will happen you will change you will change I'm, I'm completely changed from a shy timid inferiority complex type of boy to being the leader of this church and to being connected to many pastors in the world wow I mean, the world's greatest pastors, I've met some of them. And then this is the type, my, my school that I'm now almost swimming in. I can't believe it. It's the Lord. It is the Lord. It will change you, Pa. It will change you through, um, through multiple experiences. The servant to be trained must be equipped with books. Books, 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 books. I almost think the best way to read the books is to is you take a particular date. Say like a day and say that day is my book reading day. Not just when you feel like it. It's just more like Tuesday night from this time from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Please, mommy's going to read a book or part of a book. Do you understand? Yes. Hallelujah. You need to read the books. The books will bring the difference. The books it, loyalty and disloyalty is a book I discovered that changed my life. It made me look for this person. And that has brought BMI like you have it now. This is is this book. A book. The angel in Revelation ten stood on the great island and there was something in his hand. It was a little book. And that book that made me go to nations said, You'll prophesy to many people, many nations, tongues, and many kings. Yeah. Don't think this is where you're going to stay. Is your passport ready? Is it done, stamped, everything? Is it ready to travel? You will travel. You will travel. Many of you will see other countries you never... It's it's not far from you. The kingdom is not far from you. It's right here because we have traveled. I've traveled. These people have traveled. Many in the first three rows have traveled. So it's your turn. Go to the home affairs and make your passport. I didn't say get money. I said go make a passport. You are going to travel. Our church will not stay poor. It's not uh, Our church is not poor really. Our church is not poor. No, no, no. Our church is not poor. I just say, Brother, pack your bags. You're going with me to Congo. He said, Pastor, I don't have money. I said, I didn't say you must have money. I said, get your bags, get your passport. We are going to Congo. Otherwise the things I'm saying is all a joke, isn't it? You've been to Ghana from Chestnut Place. Yeah. And more is coming. Don't don't get it. Keep polishing your passport. Make sure it doesn't expire. Oh yes. Some of you will travel without me. I'll send you to my branch in Joburg and the, a car will wait for you at the airport. People will stand and wait for you. Yeah. And I want to plant more churches in South Africa and send you there. Go. Go and visit. Go. Your life your life is not going to just be Yisravenna. No? It's not going to be there. Van Pando, Clean Flay. No. No, no, no. It's not just the doctor that will travel. You will also travel. And then you'll see in other places, there's people like you who love Jesus, who serve you, came to the Lord, and the work is big, and the work, you, you need to travel. It's a school. It will open your brains. It will really open it, but blow your mind. Yes, I trust you will all receive this grace. You see, the anointing that is on me will flow to you. I'm doing a lot of the things Bishop Dag is doing. Because that's an anointing. Face to face, heart to heart. I tell you. Jamie showed me now. This morning I got a uh, message from Jamie. Look at the text that the, the Ghanaians are sending about this camp. They are, look, they are looking. So they said, Ay, Charlie, this man is a heart follower. Because we show them the books, the camps, how I'm preaching. They said, oh, we wish we can follow like this man. The anointing is mysterious. The person you follow, you'll do the things that person does. Very true. It's my testimony. It will be your testimony also. Amen. Videos, audios, you will listen to it. Then you will also have specific videos that's only for you as a leader like a pastor it won't be for the ordinary member these are like the camps which we call the makane it's now also I think it's free camps like this camps but bishops camps ah it's so nice the last thing I want to mention before I start praying for you is that servants armed and trained we will not Aim to have services that are short That's why even this camp Three days of teaching pastor No, no, no A servant armed and trained Will not be concerned about short services Pastor Charlie When he was preaching the other day He said Paul preached for a long time And the boy fell The boy fell from the top of the windowsill And died So Paul had to go down Wake him up Raise him from the dead And when he was awoke Paul went on with the preaching. Yeah, he fell asleep and he fell down. It is there in uh Acts 20, verse 7. Just look at this quickly. I'm closing now. Yeah. Acts. Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow. Turn. And he continued until midnight. There were many lights in the upper room. Go to the next verse. And a young man, there's the name also, he fell. In the deep sleep, like that brother sleeping there. And Paul was long preaching. How was he preaching? Like, who was preaching long this weekend? Yeah, long. I want to be like Paul. Amen. This boy sank down with a deep sleep. May you not be like Euthysus. And fell down from the third loft. Thank God you can only fall as low as this floor. And he was taken up dead. Listen to the next verse. Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said trouble not yourselves for this life is in him. Ah, Paul, Paul raised the man from the dead. Darling. And when he therefore was come up again and had broken bread he talked a long while. After the man is up right let's continue preaching. Hey! Break through. Long preaching. Say after me. Long preaching. When it irritates you, then you must pray for yourself. Say, Lord, what has come into my heart? Young Kee said every morning he woke up, he put his hand on his head, then he said, I rebuke every demon that entered me in the night while I was sleeping. I curse it out of me. Every thought, every dream, every vision. Uh So once you have certain feelings... Bishop says he was walking one day with a friend Bishop had a lot of spiritual friends man. And As they were walking And the friend just said uh, Get behind me Satan So Bishop was afraid <laughs> So he said now who are you talking to? He said no a thought came into my mind But it wasn't a good thought So I knew this is from the devil So I just rebuked him quickly Let's go And they walked on Satan I rebuke you you see so when you have this uh, I say Satan I rebuke you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you know I don't know I, I don't think people will admire me as much as I admire my pastor so sometimes at the GTWs I watch him like a like a workman then I can see this guy my pastor is very tired I can see it, but he's got some stuff to finish. And I can also feel like, he knows that, it's not like he's not getting a great response from the audience, because they, they're tired, but he needs to finish this. And he finishes it, he doesn't care if they're tired. And I just, when he does this with his feet, then I know he's, he's, he's also, he's, he's sore, he's painful, he's been sitting all the time. But he's going to now finish this. It doesn't matter how you think, what you feel, what you we are gonna set, we are gonna finish this. as that's how I watched him. I just admire him. I'm not saying uh, I am tired and I do sleep, that's why I eat a lot of sweets because I don't want to fall asleep. I never sit in the front row. Never they always try to take me to the front row, Ah <laughs> <laughs> no one i followers like open camera. That's why you never see me right in front. You also wonder, why don't we see past I can sit in front anyway because I'm I'm favored, I'm a favorite child. Yeah. In the board meeting I sit three seats away from Bishop Deck Yeah but but there I don't I ask them, let me sit there. That camera will pan these sleepers in front of me. <laughs> but then I watch every detail man. I'm like a kid. This is my shepherd, my pastor. What is he doing? These people are tired, but he's continuing. He doesn't do anything without a purpose. Never, never. This medicine is needed for you, he says. You must get it. He says it in abstract, you know? If we must only teach on the feelings of the people, no, then you will control everything. Come be. Come be. Say, long teachings. Long teachings. You know, there's the, the scripture that says they, they, they will stay long at the wine. They are influenced by the wine. The other day I took my wife for a drive. I'm a very nice husband. So I lifted, I lifted her, I opened the door for her. Normally, you open the door, if, you, if a man opens the door for his wife, one of two things. The wife is new, or the car is new. Because <laughs> <laughs> after a while, he won't bother, he said, come seven. But when she's new, she'll de- the car is new and you don't want to knock the car <laughs> in this case my car was new so I opened the door and in the back is high so she has to now lift herself so I also lift her up I said so I took her for a drive we took a wonderful drive around the mountain It was her birthday, I think. Yeah, she asked me, please don't book yourself. Spend some time with me. I said, okay. I'm ready. Just tell me when you're ready. And then she took long, and I got agitated, but then I told myself, breathe, breathe. It's her birthday. She can do what she wants to. We were going to go for breakfast. But it was now getting to half past 12. (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, I told the place where I booked that we are coming between 1 and 2. So, right, so quarter to 1, we're leaving. So I, okay, I can still make it. Then when we got there, I apologize that we are late. You know, it's places where you must book. I don't want to tell you where I go, you see. see, Must I tell you where? (laughs) No, 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 it's private, it's private, it's private. So as we are there, after the music was playing, what, what was the song? Yeah. I have a big, big day. I'm going around the mountain. It's, it's beautiful. He will laugh. So the waiter, uh, I told him, I'm sorry, man, this, this, this is, I'm late, but. So they said, are oh, you? I says, we're just two. So I said, it's my wife's birthday, because I was apologized because this place don't take nonsense, you see, so I had to now say, so they didn't want to say anything because it's a birthday, lovely, and as it was a birthday, surprisingly, they brought a glass of champagne, you know, but I thought it's this non-alcoholic sweet champagne, but it's, a, it's like a wine farm where I went to, so it wasn't, cham- it was a real wine, the, the, the cherry in there, so we told her, look man, we don't drink, can't you change this for like so they said, see they don't have that type of drink here? They only have this one, the real wine. So they left it on the table. It was nice man. It's like red and there's a cherry in there. So they said, Okay, we'll bring you coffee. A, what a cappuccino, whatever. That's now for your birthday. But the wine is already thrown out, so just leave it there. So I'm looking at this wine. <laughs> I'm saying, sweetie, have you ever drunk wine before? <laughs> she says, oh no, I don't, I don't. So I said, let me just taste it. Let me see what is so nice and what the people are addicted to it. So I had my first sip. When it comes into your mouth, it's like just for a second, it's sweet. So I thought, maybe this is a sweet. But just after the second second, it's butter <laughs> terrible. Then I then I said, to well, I want you must probably drink it a lot, so that you get used to it." I, I am not a drinker, you see. I just drank a little for Paul to say it's good for my stomach. I had some, I had a worm here in my stomach, so I wanted to kill the worm with the wine. <laughs> so as I. Then I was looking at it, so I said, hmm, so she, she told me, she said, (laughs) I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk. So the scripture came to me, you see, that wine will do nothing to me, because I had too little. It won't influence me, and it won't affect me, because I didn't have enough. But he who lingers long at the wine, is affected by the wine. He is such long under the word. He will be changed by the word. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Yes. They is very long at the wine. He <laughs> must tell you a story how week came Walking through the grave and he fell into the grave, into an empty grave. <laughs> he took shortcut, amen Pastor Ali. <laughs> That's the purpose for long teaching. It affects you. You might not even know it. I don't know if people drink wine to get drunk or it's just the taste, but eventually it will make them drunk because they stayed long at the wine. Amen? So Don't You know Our services are three hours At Kolibu a ah, Zion Sanctuary we, would, we even looked at How we can make it But we thought No man Let's not Try Bishop says Don't try to please The non-God lovers Don't let unspiritual people Dictate to you How to run a church service Don't let people Who don't love God Tell you how quick You must finish And we will not do it. We won't be long unnecessarily. You see, I try to keep my preaching an hour, less than an hour. Just there, no, not long. So it's not the two hours is some other things, music, worship of God, praying for people. But it's how it is. And a servant that is trained will have no concern. So no no concern about how long we stay in the presence of God. That is only there. What about the camps? What about the camps? I close with this. This is powerful. Shanae's play. Exodus 32 verse 1. When the people saw that Moses delayed. Listen. Moses fatam no long. To come down. They gathered themselves together. And said make us a God. For this man has brought us out of Egypt to die. You mustn't be concerned about long sessions. Because if you don't receive it, you're going to make yourself another God. The preaching and teaching will ensure that the word of God increases in the church. But when the church is worried about how long Moses is staying on the mountain, they are in danger of falling like sin, like the Israelites did. Let us have congregations at BMI. In East London, Uppington, Joburg, Cape Town, that doesn't have a concern about conferences, long conferences, long teachings, Hours of teachings. It won't concern us. It won't concern us. Otherwise, we build a golden calf. That's what they did. Make us another God. Because cause Moses, you took too long. They came to us so long. They came to us so long. They came to us God. And we came to God. Moses came down from the mountain And the Lord's anger grew with the children Because they've sinned against God And he broke the tablets of stone On the golden calf He said, what have you done? You got tired of long stay You got tired of my long stay In the presence of God And you wanted something else And you fell into sin. Servants arm and train. Will not have a problem. With a long service. And with a camp. Where you sit for three days. Receiving the word. Even if you say. You wouldn't have done the camp this way. But you are receiving. From the Lord and i think pastor chris ross
0: shared very well he explained the message very well so i think i'm going to ask him to share every day you know the Archbishop brought the prophet and i'm also bringing you (laughs) so you, you you explain the the word very nicely to all of us amen
1: Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith
3: cometh by hearing.